Okay, welcome to the uh, Swedish Junior Hockey Podcast. I'm your host, Jacob Dahlin. Today, from the Nall via, or from Stockholm, now in yep. the Nall, Franz de Groot. Or how do you pronounce it? sounds kind of Dutch. Uh, in, in Yeah, the- it is. Yeah, my grandfather is from uh, Holland. So you pronounce it like Franz de Groot. De Groot. Uh, okay. Yeah, kind of, yeah. You're not going to no. get anybody in, in New Hampshire to say that. No, I don't. No, I don't. What What did they say in New Hampshire? Uh, they say uh, the Groot, I guess. Oh. <laughs> uh, yeah. This episode is brought to you by Scandlux, your home for Scandinavian luxury products for the U.S. market. You can find us at scandlux.com. That's awesome. All right. Well, why don't we... So uh, I found you because we're doing this kind of project of Swedish guys that are playing in the NOL or USHL or BCHL or NCDC, really, uh, tier one, tier two. And um, so, of course, I've got your um, elite prospects up here. First year in the NOL. Yeah. So when we were talking offline a little bit, or when we were communicating back and forth, you were still in Sweden. Now you're now you're there. Yep. So uh, for those that are listening, uh, 6-2-1-8-98, not a small winger. Uh, no. No. Pretty big boy from Brinkens EF, which I've never heard. Yeah, never. No, it's a it's a small club in uh, Stockholm, Sweden. Okay, uh, they are in uh, Östermalm, so it's really like in the city of Stockholm. Yes, Östermalm is where all the rich people live. Is what I what I hear. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, when did you change over to AIK? Is that hockey uh, so, I pl- uh, so I played in Brinkham like all my life, I guess. Uh, and then I think it was U14. Uh, our team was getting pretty small. So I decided to try out for AIK U15, I think it was, or U15, 14 yeah. maybe. I don't know. Uh, uh, yeah. So I changed it there for like U15. Um, so, so I've got the roster up here. Um for that time a few guys that i recognize uh gustav yeah. Bum, who uh we just recorded a podcast he's at uh he's at where is he now he's playing college hockey um yeah he so he, he he's one year older than me, i think yeah so he's oh one or oh two i think yep. so he played in the u18 team when i was in u16 team i think yeah so i know he is though but i never played with him maybe like two games or so but and then Philip Bruberry, not a big deal. No. <laughs> yeah, he's pretty good. Yeah. I play with his, I play with his brother though, uh, Marcus yeah. Bruberg. So we just just had Marcus on, so that was fun. He's in the BCHL now. Okay, okay. With uh and uh uh, uh so that was fun and then uh there was a few others in here too. Um uh Vincent Reimer who I think he was in Lexand a little bit. But he's in Maria Stad now, I think. Okay. Yeah, he is pouring it in. He actually grew up in Lexon, so I'm oh, from Lexon. So we had to talk about Lexon, of course. Yeah, <laughs> a little bit. But um, so 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 um, then you played. Uh, so did you change then for hockey gymnasium in Hudinga? Yes, yeah, so I played U16 in AIK, and then I played some games with the U18 uh, team as well in AIK. Uh, and then I went to um, Hooding a U18 for a gymnasium 
Yeah, uh, what's what's it like there? In I I know that the competition for NIU hockey gymnasiums. First of all, which which teams are NIU programs in Stockholm? I know AIK, Udgård, AIK. Yeah, and then we have Hooding as well. Okay, so yeah, Hooding so has always were... been kind of a producer of talent. Is like a hockey factory for for yeah. Yeah, sucking up all the small teams from everywhere, and then pushing them up—not necessarily in their own elite organization, but really then feeding them on to some of the other elite organizations around. Yeah, but you got to then stay at home, or did you stay? Yeah, I stayed at home. Yeah, I took okay. the train like forty-five minutes every day to school, and then practice afterwards. But it was fine. It was okay. all right. So how did you end up? Let's fast forward really quick here to North American yeah. Hockey League because because you played you know all three. So so you played. Did you skip your last year of juniors? Yeah. Uh, so so I played E eighteen, uh, and then I played two years of E eighteen, and then I moved up to U twenty. Uh, yeah. I played there one year, uh, and then I actually signed a contract with the Hooding Division One team. Okay. Uh, before my last year of U twenty, uh, so I started playing with the Division One team, uh, in the summer training and everything. Played maybe around fifteen games with like preseason and everything. Yeah. Uh, but it was a hard competition, so I went down to play with U twenty again. Played there, uh, got a loan out for a couple of games to the Division Two. Yeah. Uh, but awesome. I was sick. I was sick though. All these games. I was not feeling bad, so I didn't play my best game. Uh, well, uh, so so let's 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 talk about the big elephant here. Thirty-five games, your first year J twenty and hooding it. Thirty-five games, thirty-seven points, not a big deal. Fifty-three pims, not a big deal. Yeah, <laughs> uh, plus twenty-three. Second year J twenty, thirty-three games, forty-four points, thirty-five plus th- thirty-five. So you must have been. Did you lead your your team in points yeah i think so but we have two other guys that was pretty good with the points as well um uh john francin and jacob somerson yeah yeah oh that's pretty cool so but let's talk about that for a second uh the difference between hokietan like you're saying and j20 uh so there is is uh is that j20 region there yeah 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 it is yeah yeah, so let's talk about. I mean, so you have J twenty region, J twenty national, J twenty nationals for the for the only the teams pretty much that have SHL teams there. Yeah, but Hokietan, not a bad level of hockey, right? No, it's not. It's a good. It's a good level of hockey. Uh, there's some good players in the league. Uh, a lot of the young guys. That's pretty good. Um, yeah. It's a it's a lot tougher league, I think, if you compare it to uh G twenty overall. Yep. Uh, faster. Lot, yeah, it's a lot faster. It's uh a lot more like you have a system to follow, I guess. Uh, a lot of U twenty uh, teams, they're just like you just go, you just play and go. Yeah. Uh, but not in Division One. It's uh it's a lot of structure and uh a lot of good plays. So. So did you um. Did you practice with the A team or the adult team 
and the J20, or do you just practice with the A team? I practiced with the A team and the U20 team, depending yeah. on which day it was. So yeah. sometimes I was practicing with the A team before a G20 game as well. Yeah. Uh, so can I have like a practice five o'clock to seven thirty, and then I have game eight, eight after the practice. So it was pretty tough, I guess, but it was fun yeah. though. Good, good, good. So when did you start thinking about going over to here to the U.S.? Uh, so I signed actually a two-year contract with the Division One team in Huddinge. Uh, during the season, I was talking to go into the uh, G twenty Super League as well. Yeah. But I had a contract, so I couldn't leave. Uh, so I have a lot of speaking with my GM and everything. Uh, and then we started a new season with the A team. Uh, and I actually trained with the A team this summer as well. So I trained about three weeks, I think. Uh, and then I started to, um, a lot of my friends have been to USA and uh, they loved it. So I was pretty like looking it up, you know, elite prospects, YouTube videos and everything. Just look it up because I was, I was, I don't know. I wanted to try something new, I guess. Yeah. Uh, so I saw this team, the new team, New Hampshire Mountain Kings. Uh, I actually had uh, offers from other teams as well, but I thought that a new team and all should be fun to like, to be a part of. So, so were you part, did you get drafted or tendered or did you come as tendered? Okay. Tendered. Yeah. I got tendered walk through the process of so so when you knew of people did you have an advisor or how did you get over here or how did you get looked at did you go through the through uh um uh, uh, future stars or you know there's some common paths over here. yeah yeah it is uh so i had uh my coach in u20 uh he knows some guys in the null uh but nothing really like I didn't get any offers from there. So I actually did all by myself. Uh, I emailed a lot of clubs, a lot of teams and all, and a lot of all teams uh, responded and were like, yeah, come to our main camp and we want to see you. You might get drafted or whatever. Uh, and then I tried to email the New Hampshire team and I got a call from the coach and we just talked. Uh, I sent him some videos before, of course. Uh, and then he invited me over to the main camp and he said that, uh, either you get drafted or tendered and then he told me you just wanted that we're gonna tender you for the upcoming season okay did you know anything about that process ahead of not time? really no which no. is the reason we you should have listened i mean we probably didn't didn't we our our, our reach wasn't as broad yeah. now in year two a lot more people listen to this and that's part of what we want to educate people of is and and we really mainly talked about the Swedish junior hockey, but now yeah. the reason why we're talking about the U.S. systems over here with a lot of you guys, so the next guys know what to expect. And yeah. you mentioned kind of Malta Hasegren, who did a great job talking about his experience coming to main camp and that yeah. kind of. Yeah. So so did you come then? You so but you must have skipped main camp and went straight to the training camp this year. No, I was, I've been here now for almost four months. So basically I was here during the main camp. So I went one week before to uh, North Carolina because uh, I have family there. So I was there for one week and then I went to the main camp, did the main camp. And then me and my coach had talked. So I went to uh, Maine, Lewiston, their uh, Maine Rodiques. Uh, yep. 
our training. Uh, I went there to a family and then I trained with my coach like every day. Uh, you trained uh, maybe four four days a week, I think, uh, until the training camp. And Did then you I went see, to training uh, camp. Kim Hilmerson there? And not really, no. I was living with uh, his old Bill family, though, in, okay. um, in New Hampshire during the main camp, though. And uh, where in North Carolina were you here? Because I'm in, in Winston-Salem. I went in Raleigh. I was okay. in Raleigh. Awesome. Yeah. So I basically been in there for uh, for a while. Uh, it's been fun though. Good, good, good. So and then, so did you have to make the team in main camp? Did they explain that too, or or how was that for you? Froze up there. Oh, you back? Uh oh, yeah, I'm back. Yeah. Yeah, so I had to make the team, yeah. So we had three games, I think, uh, and then an Ulster game. Uh, and then a day after, they, they pronounced the team uh, that was going to training camp. Uh, so then I went back to Maine again. Uh, I was there for like 40 days, maybe. And just train and practice, and then I went back for the training camp. So what was the connection in Maine? Uh, my coach. So my coach knew a, a family. Uh, I think there were coaches together at some okay. point. Uh, so I was there, a great family. Have four kids that played hockey as well. So it was really fun. Okay. Uh, and then did you go home to Sweden for a little bit and then come back before the season? No. So I stayed in the U.S. Uh, all the time. Okay. Uh, I never, awesome. I never came back. Yeah. Nice, nice. So you've gotten, so you've been here for a while now. So all right, yeah. walk through. So, new team, New Hampshire is a new team in the NAL this year. It was yeah. New Hampshire and who was the other? There's two. Colorado Grit, color, no, three teams, Colorado Grit and Rochester Junior Americans as well. Okay. So, uh, which is a great opportunity, uh, but I'm sure that they're going to have their kinks. And, and, but which division of NAL does New Hampshire play in? East. East. So, yeah. And and let's pull that up for a second because you know we talked uh, some before with the South Division and yeah, uh, I don't think I can pull it up here right now. But anyway, you don't have to travel that far. What's the furthest trip? Do you think that you're gonna? I think it's Myland or Johnstown. I think it is. Okay, uh, we're actually going to Johnstown tomorrow. Okay, uh, with the bus. So we're leaving eight o'clock uh tomorrow morning um and they say it's gonna be like around 11 to 12 hours with stops and everything so okay it's uh, one of the longest trips and i see you're also playing new jersey titans philadelphia rebels i'm not familiar with philadelphia's team um lucas uh carlson is in new jersey i know that of course uh kim hilmerson's in in maine um there are some guys with Northeast Generals that are, they have a couple of Swedes in there too, but there's Swedes on every team now. Uh, yeah. Pretty much. But not yeah. on your team. No. I'm the only Swede. I was the only Swede through main camp and training camp as well. Yeah. I do know, uh, I do know uh, one of the guys from down here in North Carolina, your goalie, um, which is um, Aiden Wright. Is- okay is from here who grew up playing in the junior hurricanes organization. And then he's been in up County Detroit area. Very, very good goal. 
probably yeah. the best goalie I've ever seen playing the puck, honestly. Yeah. Uh, very skilled when it comes to playing the puck uh, and so on. All right. So what's it like then? How do you compare the North American Hockey League? You're you're now – you. <laughs> we'll talk about Blaine next, but you're a few games in. Yep. And and how does that compare to J20 in Huddinge or Hockeyetan? Yeah. Uh, a little bit different game. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's a lot tougher here. Uh, it's a lot tougher. Uh, it's a smaller ice. Uh, you don't have as much time you have in the U20 in Sweden. Uh, it's always one guy on you every time you have the puck. Um, you get hit every time you dump the puck. Um, it's a lot different. It's a lot harder to score goals here. Yeah. Uh, what so. about the skill? What about the skill game? How's the skill game differ? I think that we have a lot of skills in Sweden. I think it's a lot of skilled guys. Uh, I think they have a lot of skilled guys as, as well here, but they have a lot of like, they're both skilled and big. Yeah. So they have like a, a hybrid, I would say. Yeah. Uh, but I think that the skill level is still a little bit higher in Sweden though. Yeah. Uh, but it's a lot harder to play here. Yeah. How How quickly did it, did it kind of did you realize that that wow i have to change my game i think it was during the main camp actually uh the first game was pretty hard uh it was it was tough it was tough but i think at the training camp we had uh, the led the real games the screamers games we played two games against against the gents and one game against the nordiques yeah uh i think that was the point i think i need to change something too to be good in this league. Yeah. What are what are some of the things that like give me some examples of things that in Sweden you can do um but here you absolutely can't. Uh, let, I would me, say more Yeah, go yeah. go ahead and then I'll 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 ask about a specific <laughs> situation. I was saying in the offense zone you have a lot of time in Sweden. Uh you can build up your play pretty pretty easy I would say. Uh you have a lot more time you just go around the net, find fun passes whatever. But here you don't have that time. You have to try to put the puck in the net. Uh, it's a lot. You don't have any time to do like a like a nasty play or whatever. You really have to just put the puck in the net and you just go. Yeah. Uh, so one situation that I kind of reacted to, that I just don't see over here, but I, that I see in J20 in, in, in Sweden is the forward actually powering around the D and then cutting yeah. in, right? And I don't know if that's just because of the different physicality of defensemen that just gap up so hard here and won't let you around, or if it's it, or it's a combination with the size of the rink. But I've never really see anybody here just powering and motoring around a defenseman, right? Yeah. But you see it quite frequently in Sweden, yeah. almost where they're able to cut around, protect the puck, and cut in. And then be able to get a shot off. Yeah, is that? I don't know. It could be about uh, that you hit a lot more here. I guess that yeah. players are afraid to cut the middle. I guess uh, I don't really know. Actually, that you have a lot smaller eyes, so you don't have the room to do it all the time as you have in Sweden or in Europe. Yeah. Uh, but I don't know. That's a good question, though. Yeah. So, I mean, um, if you were in that situation and you were trying to power around, what the defenseman is going to drive you into the board or yeah. 
or knock you over or just take you out and, you, and then yeah. neutralize you from that that perspective. So, um, all right. So let's talk about Blaine for a second. Everybody yeah. went to Blaine, right? First, yeah. what was your first impression going to Blaine, Minnesota? It was awesome. Uh, it was uh, it was a cool thing, you know. Every team is there. A lot of people are watching the games. Uh, you have four games in a row. That's tough, though. Uh, but it was a fun experience. It was really fun. Yeah. How did you guys, as a new team being over there, uh, did you only play or did you play teams from the other divisions or did you only play? Yeah, so we, we played two South teams, I think, and then two Middle East teams. Uh-huh. So we played against Odessa, Corpus, uh, Bobcats, and then Anchorage. Okay. Uh, yeah. And um, eight rinks over there. Of course, they had yeah. some of the U18s. The NAPHL was there to play. Yeah. But lots and lots of games um, as well. So what's, yeah. your, what's your goal there? I mean, lots and lots of college scouts. Now, because you played in Hokietan, does that mean that you burned your eligibility or do you have the opportunity to go and play collegiate? I think I still have the ability to play college because uh, I heard that they've changed the rules now in college as well, that you can earn money playing college. Uh, if you, I think it is if you play like real pro hockey when you earn like a lot of money, it might be harder to get in college, but I'm not sure really. No. Yeah. What I mean, what's your goals about being over here? Because you are, let's see, you are 03. So, yeah, this is this, my last year here. This is your last year of juniors. So, what's, yeah, what, what do you, uh, besides making your mark here on, uh, on, uh, on the season? Uh, yeah. You know, everybody is that what everybody talks about in the locker room is I want to get a D1 scholarship. Kinda, yeah. Everybody's talking about college all the time. Uh we have some guys that already are committed to some colleges and yeah. we have a lot of colleges in the games, like D three, a lot of D three colleges just talking with you after a game all the yeah. time, every game. Uh so yeah. All the Americans want to go to college. What about uh what about Franz de Groot? It, it depends really for me. Uh, I just want to play here right now and just have fun and just be better hockey player, I guess. Uh, and if I get opportunity to play D1 or a good D3 school, I might take it. Uh, yeah. Uh, but I'm not 100% sure yet. So, how are you? Uh, are you prepared academically? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yes. You I went to uh, so. Yeah. Yeah. So, I'm not so I'm not gymnasium, not necessarily the easiest of uh, of schools. I went to Houdini and Osim. Okay. W tell me the difference. is Because uh, I heard Solna is really hard. Okay, yeah. So Houdini is, it's an all right school, I guess. Uh, yeah. It's not really like a study school. It's it's, it's all right. Yeah. It's a, it's a you, good school. But you had, you, 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 what, what did you study? Uh, social science, I think it's called. Okay. So not born and fritied or uh, no, not big. No, not not big. No. Yeah, big, no. which means carpentry or or construction. Not nothing wrong yeah. with that. But you know, no. I think that the, the the challenge is some of these guys that they wish that man they they chose the wrong. They realize that okay, I did three years, got a degree in in construction, but now I want to go play hockey, and and it's going to make the road a little bit tougher. Yeah, it also affects you in recruiting versus okay, you went social science, decent grades. 
good hockey player, there's nothing that kind of disqualifies you in that area. Yeah. Kind of thing. Yeah. So what's, so what's it like now? Uh, you guys play twice a week. Yeah. I think we play three times next week, I think, but usually twice a week. Yeah. Walk, for those who don't know, walk us through kind of a week of your schedule uh, since you're not in school. But what's it? What's a week like for you? You got three, two or three times a week you're playing games. Yeah. So we we usually play Friday or Saturday or Saturday Sunday. Uh, we have practice Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. If we don't have a game Friday, yeah. Uh, we have practice ten thirty every day. Uh, we gotta be at the rink at nine o'clock. Uh, so we start off with some warm ups, just chilling in the in the locker room, just talking with the boys. Uh, yeah. Have warm up, uh, then have ice practice for like one and a half hours, uh, and then we have gym after. Okay, so all of that is com- so when you're done in the afternoon. What time are you done in the afternoon? Uh, it depends if we have a video or not. Uh, so around like one o'clock or two o'clock. Okay. So, yeah, so does, does some of the guys on your team also study? Uh, some of the guys do, I think. Uh, some of the guys are doing college uh, courses. Uh, I think we have one guy that's still in high school. Yeah. So some of the study, yeah. Yeah. But I but I think so. So it's it's pretty intense while you're there. Yeah, you're not practicing like so. When you were in Hooding, did you ever have practice in the morning and then practice in the evening? Uh, only with the school when I was in the gymnasium. Yeah, we had practice two times a week uh, in the morning as well. How how do you uh, comp- how do you compare the practice load, or like how intense are they? You know, in, in terms of if you compare what you're used to in Sweden. Of course, you doubled up with the eight team, but you know, I think it's a lot harder here. Uh, I think depending on which team you play for as well. Uh, I think it's uh, you practice. You never like do a fun practice. You like you practice every day hard, and it's uh, it's never fun. To, you know, to run full laps around the the ice rink. You know, uh, but I think it's depending on which team you play for. It's uh. Uh, I think that here is a lot harder in practice. Yeah. I think the coach wants you to do 100% every practice. Yeah, you can't take uh, any day offs and then no. you're just on the sidelines. No. Yeah. Yeah, we don't want that. All right, we're going to round it out here. Uh, uh, two things. We have, a, uh, of course, the, the the question, of course, you're not that far away from it, but let's see, how old are you now? You're 19, right? Yeah. So let's let's look back two years. What advice would you give yourself two years younger? You're more experienced, but if you met yourself two years younger, what advice would you give yourself that you 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 wish you would have had back then that you know now? I will say that always have fun, a classic. Uh, because I think a lot of times you're angry about a game or whatever, but you play hockey for it's like. It's a fun sport for you. You love hockey, so you play hockey for the fun. Uh, I think I would say to myself as well that uh, my roommate just came in the room. Yeah. <laughs> uh, no, I would say that uh, doesn't matter what 
coaches or person are saying outside of hockey. Uh, you still you. Uh, you right. try to do your best every game. Uh, don't like, don't listen to all everybody around you. Uh, you still your game and do your best. Yeah, just always listen to your roommates. Going to be your best advice there, right? <laughs> <laughs> all right, last thing. So we we, we do have a. We do have a partnership with Target Aid. It's another actually Stockholm company out in Vatim uh, Okay. But that we're that we have a profile uh, on their site, and and the initiative is called Klubben i Mitt So the the oh. team or the organization in my heart. There was actually okay. a story behind this where a guy from Örgryte who was doing kind of this fundraising, yeah. uh, uh, kind of promo for Örgryte, and they said. And and so we're kind of piggybacking on that, but Franz de Groot, which is the team in your heart? Brinken F E F. All right, always Brinken. I love it. I love it. I I, I think always going to be Brinken. Yeah, I think that that's um, so indicative. We're a asking each one of our guests to do that, and uh, um, you know, it says so much about what a youth organization really means in the life of an athlete and how yeah. strong those bonds are. Yeah. And we're going to do our part to kind of highlight them, give them some publicity. Hopefully we can help them raise some money for their youth organization by highlighting you. Uh, it may be <laughs> five years from now when you're playing in the, in the show uh, whether that is in Sweden or in the U S or wherever. And we can say, yeah, uh, <laughs> thanks for having uh thanks for coming on uh it's been fun and uh and we'll keep an eye on you i've got you bookmarked here in my uh in my elite prospects so we'll keep an eye okay. on you the rest of the season yeah it was, it was if, nice to talk to you yeah and if you're if you're uh when you're back in north carolina give me a shout i'm an hour and a half from from raleigh here so okay and, all right take care perfect take care see ya